Now, The Common Sense Psychic with Phyllis King. Phyllis brings a unique and down-to-earth style with her Common Sense Psychic readings and spiritual dialogue with callers and guests. Here's your host for The Common Sense Psychic, Phyllis King. Good afternoon and welcome to the show. I am your host, Phyllis King, The Common Sense Psychic. Happy Friday and it's happy Labor Day weekend, a long weekend for many of you. And a time to, you know August finished, right? There's something about the summer ending, August coming, even though the summer is not seasonally over, psychologically it's kind of over. And it gives us a chance in September to really come back into a regular rhythm, if you will. Um, But today is an on-air reading day, by the way, before I get into too much chit-chat here. Um, If you'd like to get on the air, I'd love to hear from you. And the number is 917-889-2894. 917-889-2894, and you're welcome to chat me up in the chat room. Um, I do take questions there. Just remember, I my name, whatever we're going to talk about, the name of a person, name of a job title, these types of things. Uh, this helps you light up like a Christmas tree when you're on the air. So let's get into, oh, I have something I want to share with you, by the way, before I get into the astrological and the predictions for the balance of the year. Um, Anyone who follows me here on Blog Talk, you know, you can follow hosts and programs and things. Um, I'm going to give you a copy of my book, The Energy of Abundance. I appreciate it when people follow me and take an interest in my work and the messages I put out there. And if you're a listener of the show, you know, and a regular listener, you might as well have a copy of the book and uh, get the benefit of that. Not everybody always gets on the air. And I try not to uh, leave too many people hanging on the lines, but it does happen. So if you follow me on Blog Talk, just let me know and then send me your address information and I'll make sure you get a copy of the book. And I don't know how long I'll do that for, but it's just something I thought would be nice for the balance of the year. There's just so much uh, challenging energy going on, let's just put it that way. And then we're also going to start that special process I gave, I was doing it earlier in the year, and then I just got too darn busy to keep track of it. But also, those same people who follow me on Blog Talk here, every week, we're going to pick a winner, and that person will get a free 15-minute reading. So it'll be random, and it'll come from the group of people who follow me. And I have a, a fair amount of followers all, already now, so I have to pick from everybody. I can't just pick from the new followers. Um, but know that there'll be a free reading giveaway every week. And for now, anybody who follows me can have a copy of my book, The Energy of Abundance, Practical Advice, and Spiritual Wisdom to Achieve Anything. But I don't go in there and check the followers every five minutes. So if you do follow me, let me know. Send me an email, send me a message, and send me your address, okay? Anyhow, so there you go, abundance working in your life. And very quickly, before we get to the calls and questions, I just want to talk about the energies of the balance of the year in January. Yes, it's a Mercury retrograde month. You have to get all worked up. Um, for those of you who may or may not understand what a Mercury retrograde is, I mean, it's essentially... The planets in the sky feel like they're going backward. They don't make a forward progress. And uh, Mercury rules communications and computers and electronics and travel and things of that nature. And most of it, you know, I got to say, knock on, knock on wood here. I actually am walking on wood. I always experience some technical craziness during Mercury Retro. But you know what, that's also because I'm someone who's always in a forward motion. I'm always moving things forward, trying to make things happen, being productive. That's just my nature. And, you know, you can't go against energy flows. It's like going against uh, the current of a river. You can try, um, but you really have to exert extra effort. And I don't want to tell people, oh, my gosh, you can't do anything in a Mercury retrograde. No, 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 no. Come on, let's not get crazy here. Rather, you just have to dot your I's and cross your T's much more. But what is so juicy, delicious about September, I love September so much. Oh, my God, this month feels awesome. The rhythms of September, you know, a lot of us have been feeling out of sync. 
in part because of the summer pattern, whether you have kids or not, you're influenced by the slow down, right? Um, but we're, we're going to get back into continuity. And so if you've been out of sorts, trouble with employment, trouble with relationships, whatever felt really funky, it's going to start to organize itself again. You're not going to feel so rattled. And, you know, Merc Retro Energy is great for reorganizing, reevaluating, revisiting old plans, redoing things, researching, everything re. <laughs> it's really good for that. And as I talk about the patterns for the rest of the month, the rest of the year here, you'll see why this is so wonderful for the balance of the year. Because we've been out of sorts. We've been kind of off kilter with the summer months and those energies. Now we're all going to kind of get focused in a pretty gentle way. We're starting to pull our energy back in for September. And so you absolutely should be revisiting your plans and your ideas for what you hoped would happen for you this year and, and take stock of where you are and reset your intention for the balance of the year. Those things that you want to complete by year end and those things you want to continue on in 2017. Because here we are, and God knows it could be the craziest presidential election ever in the history of mankind. Have you ever seen so much muscling and avarice? And oh my God, it's just, I just try and stay as far away from it as humanly, po as humanly possible. I know who I'm voting for. I've predicted who I think will win, all that stuff. But my God, just the constant mudslinging, if you're anywhere near the news headlines, it's just exhausting. And that kind of layer of, uh, you know, playground ridiculousness that we're all subjected to, it has a way of making us all feel somewhat ungrounded. But it's going to amp up even more. Imagine, I'm just feeling bombshells, fireworks, and revelations, and craziness continuing to go on, even past the election, that through probably this, probably all the way to Thanksgiving, the people who do not, their, their candidate is not chosen, um, they are going to really be upset. And we, I, there's a, I feel some energies of danger, quite frankly, and so I'm encouraging everybody to be safe while people are coming into acceptance with what reality is. But that really tense, edgy energy that's sort of permeating everything, we can just kind of fly above it, you know, like the airplane rising above the turbulence. If you fly, you know it's turbulent, and the, the pilot just takes the plane up a couple thousand feet, and you don't feel the bumps anymore. Focus on the things you want to create for yourself, plain and simple. Don't get caught up in those other energies because they can suck you in. And you may not even be thinking about the presidential election, but the energy itself is so insistent and they're trying to grab your attention on so many levels. You can just find yourself feeling anxious and you'll think, why am I anxious? My life is good. What's going on here? It's because of all of this noise that both candidates are creating. Okay, so that's going to continue to mid to right around Thanksgiving, but the beautiful part of this year is really December. Man, we come to relief. I mean, I think it's just, oh, thank God the war is over, you know, you know, or at least the overt war, and we can just kind of settle into, like, being regular people again and not part of some drama, and we get to have this lighthearted, joyful holiday season. I mean, for most of us. And that's not a one-size-fits-all because there's plenty of people that are really struggling and other people who it's, you know, good all the time, right? So, but generally speaking, the energies are benevolent, restful, spacious, and lightheartedness. So we can really end the year on a high note. But what I like about what comes about in January is that every January is fresh. Every January we have clean slate, we can start all over, try again. But in this January particular, the energies are sparkly, more sparkly than usual. There, it's a lot of infused with hope, it's infused with optimism, and it's infused with energy. So, you know, I, how I could explain this is, you know, most people or a lot of people make New Year's resolutions or set goals and all these, wait, I'm going to change my job, whatever, whatever. And then by the end of January or mid-February, 
those resolutions or goals are long gone, right? But the energy of this particular January, resolutions will just last longer. You know, there's just more hope, inspiration, and energy. So those goals can last all the way to April or May. So that's pretty special. And I think all of us will just take a big, long gulp of that and it will stay with us for a period of time. So circling back around, I'm just hoping all of us will take advantage of these, uh, the retro, Mercury retro energy to reevaluate, reassess, get our ducks in a row, line back up with what we want and what we believe is possible and just put our nose to the grindstone essentially and head in that direction regardless of the chaos that's going on around us. And then look forward to a wonderful year end and let it continue into 2017, which is just that first part of the year is really quite delicious. Okay, so there you go. Um, Finally, follow up, follow me on Facebook. I'll send you a book and we'll pick a winner every week. One of the followers on Facebook will get a free 15 minute reading and that's about all I can give you today. Um, let's see. I will take questions in the chat room again. And hello, everyone in the chat room. Oh, happy woman number five in the chat room. So it's very interesting. I found myself so anxious this week and did not know where it was coming from. Yeah, it really does that, for instance, to live in a house where parents and people yell at each other all the time or you get hit or any of that. You're just just sort of agitated. And here we're watching leaders in our own country, people who are supposed to represent, you know, something better or, you know, they're supposed to be leaders essentially and they're acting like crazy people. So what are you supposed to do with that, right? Okay, so last, this is the last time I'm going to give the number out this hour, but if you get in the air, the number is 917-889-2894, 917-889-2894. And I do want to welcome my screener today, the lovely Marcy Sandoval. Uh, down in Southern California. Thanks for being here today and screening your calls. I do appreciate it. All right, we're going to start today in oh, Florida. We're going to talk to our good friend, Jules. Hey there, love. Hello. Thanks for taking okay. my call. You're welcome, of course. And, you know, you called like a month or so ago, I think, and you were asking the same question or a different <laughs> version of the yeah. same question. Yeah, I, uh, it's just weird. It's like I haven't really been able to pinpoint, you know, that place or, you know, when I look for apartments, that, you know, it just seems like things aren't really falling into place very easily. So I'm looking into, like, new areas, thinking maybe I'm just not hitting on the right spot. So I've got a, a couple new towns that I'm considering. I'm going to, you know, take a road trip over. Uh, one town is called Sarasota. And the oh, yeah. other town is called Bradenton. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I didn't know now, if maybe there was a better resonance. Let me ask you something, Jules, before we look at you psychically, and I'm already starting to get your impressions either way, but what's been wrong with the places or what's been going on with the places you've looked at or the locations you've been circling around? Um, just, you know, finding a place that kind of hits all the chicks. And some of it, too, is just my own you know, fear of moving forward, of making that commitment of can I do this? And so it's kind of a lot of things all wrapped into one. And, you know, just the whole idea of, you know, now I'm doing it all myself. If anything happens, it's going to be me who makes it happen because nobody else is going to make it happen to me. So it's, you know, it's kind of a lot of things rolled into one. Well, it's really just one thing to me. And not to discount what you said on it, but. I had a sneaky feeling, I had a sneaky feeling that um, you're scared, that you're scared of also really being big in your life, that you, you sort of put it on hold for a long time, and you have some real valid excuses, and let's just say because of the marriage you were in and how, let's just call it dead and oppressed in certain ways, you just sort of desensitized yourself to your true nature and kind of went along with the status quo for a very long time. And then it took a lot just to extricate yourself from that. And I don't know if you're fully extricated yet, but it's been an exhausting, long process. 
And now that yeah. you're free and you're getting to feel yourself again, you're like, oh, my God, this is so, oh, boy. But you know what? You totally got this. And I think often we make it up in our minds so much more than it actually really is. And I think once you take those steps, it's going to feel fantastic. And, you know, I, I think about days gone by when I used to perform as a musician, and I really loved that anxious whatever energy that came right before I performed because I could channel that into my performance and I would encourage you to kind of use that analogy for yourself to channel that anxiousness into what's it going to be like oh my gosh I've never this is a new me I haven't been here before this is uncharted territory this is really something amazing in my life this is an incredible time in my life and that in and of itself, you know, you've made it this far. There's no way you're going to have a problem paying your rent or, you know, you're going to be just fine. You've got this, girl. You, this is the easy part. You've already got the hard part. So for me, for you, it, you know, I, I'm actually liking the energy of this, what you call Brayden or Brendan, Brayden, what do you call it? Bradenton. Bradenton. There's something about that community that I like a lot. But, you know, I am familiar with Sarasota, and there's things I like about that, too. It's like, prefer you go with what you like. Haven't you been denied long enough? Yes. Yep. <laughs> you're, you're right, Owen. It is. It's fear. Fear is so much of it. I'm afraid of making a mistake, and then I would be stuck someplace for a year's lease and all that. It's like I get into my head with it and just go, you know, roundy, roundy. So. You know what? I, I I watch a lot of Judge Judy, so I I see all these landlord cases <laughs> sometimes. And yeah, you don't want to have to break a lease, and you don't want to get into that situation. But good God, if that's the worst thing that happens to you in your life that you have to break a lease, I mean, there's certainly worse things. And there's two, there's not many situations in life we can't come back from. Short. I mean, once you start getting, I always you know I don't mean it as a joke, but it kind of is. Once you have felonies on your record, once you've killed somebody, once you've done armed robbery and things like that, yeah, life gets it's hard. You know, it doesn't matter how good of a person you are after the fact, you're that's hard, right? So right. you have to break a leak for some reason, you know. So what? Okay. Yes. <laughs> but I really would love to see yeah, I would love to see you move into your spiritual truth. You know, I know you're a spiritual woman and you believe in a divine presence. And what I'd love for you to trust that divine presence and that it will arrange around the circumstances you have created to support you. I mean, proof, proof is putting. You have your life back. You have a second chance, another chance to make yourself happier in this life. Yes, definitely. Wonderful. Well, thank you. You know, sometimes I just need that little bit of the confidence. <laughs> yeah, don't we all? I mean, that's why there's other people in the world. I couldn't do it on my own either. But it's always yeah. great to hear from you. Let me know where you land. Let me. I'm sure you'll call back at some point. But it doesn't make a difference to me. I don't where you where you land. I like the Bradenton place a little bit more than the Sarasota for you. But I would just like you to pick and. And then see, use the feelings of how you want to feel when you're there as your benchmark and just let it create itself. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, love. You have a great weekend. Good to hear from you. I do appreciate the call. Okay, we're going to go. By the way, if you just tuned into the show, I'm Phyllis King, the Common Sense Psychic. It's an on-air reading day. Thanks for being here. And a reminder... Um, if you follow me here on Blog Talk, every week I'm going to pick someone for a 15-minute free reading just um, from my followers. And all new followers from this point forward until um, send me, uh, follow me, then let me know you follow me because I don't go in there and check that stuff. Then send me your address and um, I'll send you a copy of my book, The Energy of Abundance practical advice and spiritual wisdom to achieve anything. And if you're not in this country, by the way, um, you'll get an ebook. You're not going to get the hard copy. I'm not going to go through the international craziness to try and send something. 
Okay. Um, all right. Now we are going to go international. We'll go to India and here to, um, gosh, I hope I'm saying it correctly. Forgive me. Escancha. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. All right. I tried. I did my best. So you want to talk about career. Would you say a little more about what's been happening with you and what you're doing? Uh, I'm currently working, uh, but I'm looking to change my job and move to London. Oh, wonderful. So I haven't received any uh, news from them. So I was hoping if you can tell me if, you know, they would be communicating anytime soon or if by the time I'll be able to move or something. Okay. And what's the nature of your work? What do you do? Uh, I'm a lawyer. Mm. Okay. So, and you've already sent out, you've already applied to some places in London. Okay. Let's look. Um, okay, so it looks to me like you are going to be relocating. Have you you already have relocation plans um, somewhere around mid October? Is that what you've been thinking? Uh, sorry, middle of October. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I have a feeling that I'll be going, but I just don't have uh, confirmation, so to say. Yeah. So. Well, I, I see you. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I was just um, wondering as to when would they communicate because, well, I'm sort of ready to go. So. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. Well, it's not that you can't go before then. Um, so don't let what I say influence your optimism or your openness to it happening before that. I see you going somewhere around the middle of October, and I do feel you're going for a job that you will get confirmation. But I, I'm wondering if it'll, it, it, it looks fast. So what that means to me is that you could get the answer, like you could get the invitation or the offer October the 1st. And then you've got two weeks to get there. And But it sounds like you're probably prepared and ready to go when they do give you the sign. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And have you applied at more than one firm or place or just this one, this one situation? Well, I'm hopeful of this one because I was interviewed with them before but there is another one so uh, I don't know which of the two is going to uh, get back to me or do you see a second interview of some sort because then I'll know well I, I, I do see that there are two locations and potentially three that's why I was asking if you reached out to more than one place and one of one place looks like it's right in the main center of London, the other two feel a little further out. One that is mostly in the time trying to help you delineate which is which is the closest to the hub of the city. So the closer you are into the city, that's the most likely opportunity. Um, but the something is saying keep keep outreaching and essentially to keep the energy going, but I, you will absolutely get an offer and you'll be on your way in about 30 days, a little more than 30 days. And, you know, make it sooner. I don't care. I don't mind being wrong when it's in your benefit. Well, no, it's just that I just want um, a written confirmation from their side. But yeah. when I leave is I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Next month is fine. Well, I you'll it's it's really funny because it feels vague and uncertain at the moment. Um, I would I would be going on a limb if I said I hope you'll hear something by the middle of the month, but it's possible. But it feels like it all comes together all at once. That the confirmation that you have the job and the move happens simultaneously. Here's not it's like any it's almost like have you given up or have to start all over? It has that feeling of, you know, this is a little bit too close for comfort, but it will come together, but it all feels toward the end of the month. The earliest I would expect you would hear anything is the middle of this month. And that, that only has about a 20% likelihood to me when I look at the momentum. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. But make a liar out of me. Do it quicker. 
And I'll be saying a prayer for you, and um, I, I wish you well. And I do thank you for thank the you. call. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. All right, love. Take care. You know, patterns are funny. And the reason I say that to people, make a liar out of me, I never want to take away someone's ability to create a miracle or to create something that I don't see. Just because I'm a psychic and I'm able to read energy patterns doesn't mean I see everything. It doesn't mean I can see everything coming out from every direction. So, you know, I do my best to read the patterns and say what they look like, but you know, you guys are in charge. You can change the future if you want. I mean, it's, some things aren't subject to change. There's certain elements that, you know, we, we ascribe to do before we landed in this incarnation on the planet. That We said, we're going to learn this. We're going to evolve beyond this thing. We're going to heal this pattern, whatever. But in terms of timing and things like that, those are fluid. So, that's why I say make a liar out of me. Um, okay, we're going to go to our good friend Melvin in Georgia. It's been a long time. Does that mean you've been well and you haven't needed me? Hello, Melvin. Oh, hey. Yes, I, I didn't know you were talking to me. I'm sorry. You know, it's been a long time, so that means you've been well and you haven't needed me. I always need you. Yes, <laughs> Thank you. I needed to hear it. We all need to hear yeah. we're needed and wanted. Thank you. All right. Yes, so, always. Yeah. You're I, waiting. Um, yeah, tell us, tell the audience what's going on with you. Okay. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, uh, I recently had an accident, uh, uh, accident uh, on my job July 24th. Uh, fell on, on my right side and injured my uh, back Ouch. and my right, yeah my right uh, arm and my knee. So the, uh, the company has me going to physical therapy, which I have one okay. more step to go, and um, I'm going to the doctor and uh, they, the doctor took me out of work. Um, I've been out of work for two weeks now, and uh, I haven't received any workman's comp pay uh, at this time. And I just want to know, like, uh, I had to give me an attorney because uh, I didn't know what I was doing. So uh, um, I just want to know what do you see, like, for this workman's comp claim and uh, uh, suit is how it's going to turn out for me. I work at maintenance. I was working at maintenance at night and doing the floors with a big machine, and I went to turn down turn down the aisle, and there were some boxes in my way. Uh-huh. So I stopped the machine, and I seen that there was a, a shopping cart in my way, and I went to reach for it, and mm-hmm. I hit the floor. And it's on tape. Yeah, it's on the video. They showed me the video. Wow. They showed the work uh, video. They they turned the video over to my attorney. So I just want to see if, if I'm going to be uh, yeah. uh, to work out for me. Well, are you getting better? Are you, are you healing? Uh, somewhat. I mean, because uh, just uh, yesterday, they didn't work very well. The physical therapy didn't work very well on my uh, left arm, and they just started doing it. I've been going there for 11 weeks, and they just started to work on my arm. I have had an MRI uh, yesterday as well on my knee, on my back, and on my left uh, left arm. Okay. Well, Wow. Okay, let's let's look at the. I just wanted to see from you where you felt your healing was, and and it does look like it's going to take you some time to um, to get through this energy, but I expect by you know springtime you'll you'll feel a lot like it never happened. But the workman's company and having that come through, that's a definite yes. Two thumbs up. That's happening. Absolutely, hundred percent. And I expect within, gosh, two to three weeks, top, maybe even sooner than that, that you're going to be seeing some money from that. So you, you've you got, 
you know, it's good and bad. It's like, great, it's in your favor, but it's because you're injured. So it's like, that sucks. So, um, but yeah, I'm it will move what? along. You said, but I'm into what now? I didn't get the last part. Um, that's the good news and the bad news is that you're you're injured, but yes. you are going to be getting the money within it. You know, it, it could happen within a couple of weeks. No more okay. than a month. Yeah. Yeah. To my workman's comp, I mean, are they going to like settle out of court? Yes. They're going to, because this this a big company here in Georgia. Oh well, yeah, no. they're not going to bother. Yeah, and it's not like you're talking millions and millions of dollars. So it's something they have to, you know, you just want it to be made right, and they will. Okay, uh, it, it's no, there's no figure like close to it you can pick up on that that I've um, been receiving. It looks like it's five numbers. So the first thing that popped into my head was twenty six thousand dollars. But it could go as much as $35,000. So it's a pretty sizable chunk of change. Oh, wow. I was hoping it could go farther than that. But would they be able to give me disability along with that? Well, I'm sure because it looks like it'll be a while before you can really get back into work at your full speed. So they'll have to. Yeah. I mean, will it be temporary or... Uh, permanent disability. With my um, attorney it help. looks like it's. T- it looks. Yeah, it looks like it's temporary. Just temporary. But for now, because yeah, who knows where you'll be in three years or five years? And if you, you know, you, you just ha- this is one of these fluid situations because you will do some healing and you'll feel like going back to work full time or however your schedule is. But then you might right. experience some residual impact because of the injuries as the as the years go by. So um, you should be able to revisit the disability claim, and hopefully your people are preparing your, you know, your settlement figure around that. There that there is going to be a long term impact because of these injuries. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, because they uh, because. Uh, Will I be able, once all of this, you know, I get healthy enough and get off a disability, temporary disability, will I be able to go back to the same job where they accept me back? Yeah. Sometime when you, oh, I will? Yeah. But not till next next year. So they, I mean, doing the same thing or something different? Um, You might be doing it. It's both. It's like there might be some aspect of your role that you'll still be able to do, but you might have some other lesser role that you can do because you you may not have stamina or whatever it is you're doing. So it, it looks both. So it's this very fluid situation you're in that sort of develops as it goes. And much of that yeah. is dependent upon how you feel, you know? But yeah, they're the yeah. com- but I want you to know the company is going to support you. They're not your adversary. They don't want to be yeah. your adversary. And yeah, you have to have a lawyer because you know we all need those in these complex situations. But they're not taking it personally, and they want to do right by you. Yeah, because uh, I know they see me as a good employee. Because yeah, uh, I bought the store back alive because it was like the the ratings with maintenance was pitiful. And uh, I do the floor tech. I do the floors. And uh, cool. we got like a 97-point 90, something. Right on. Office. That's something to be yeah. proud of. Hey, listen to this, Melvin. There's a woman in the chat room. She says, uh-huh. hang, hang there. And she might be a psych intuitive for all I know. So listen to this. Hang in there as work comp is drooling, is grueling. Go for what you feel, 50000 and retraining for something you always wanted to do—that's interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna try to, you know, at least go for a little to talk to my attorney to see, you know, my look at divide my age and say, hey, I know I can work uh, mm-hmm. at least fifteen to uh, twenty more years, and then you divide. Now, have, yeah. Have you been? You know, I don't know if that's how they measure it exactly. Have you been to the doctor yet for them to test you and they can tell what your 
Has that happened yet in terms of evaluating what your what the impact is over the long term? Uh, well, I just had my MRI uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. So you don't have yeah. all that data yet. But that's yeah. part of they just determine what you get based upon what the, you know, they have it. However, they come up with these figures. Oh, you can't use your elbow very well. Your range of motion is diminished for the next 20 years. That's worth, you know, $5,000, how they come up with these numbers. But you make a great point about, you know, how much work, how much work you could miss out on. So, you know, you've got it together. You know what you're doing. Just keep doing it. And you and your lawyer work together. And, but everything looks favorable. I want you to know that. I I want you to know that, yeah, I'm sorry this happened to you, but you will be yeah. taken care of and be fairly compensated for it. And like Happy Woman in the chat room said, if if you want to go get retrained for something else, um, this would be the time to think about that and factor that into the settlement. Oh, yeah, because I only have like uh, eight classes remaining to get my degree in middle grade education. And that right would help me. Yeah, all the, and they, those are, those classes are just elected classes. I've done all my math, social studies, science, English, humanities, all that hard work, paperwork stuff. So I may use, you know, the money to help me uh, finish up that degree and where I can move forward. I hope, you know, I want to – I love working with young kids, and you know that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm a football coach, but I had to sit out this season uh, wow. because of my – yeah, I mean it, it's it's crazy. And they well, look me at all in. you know. Look at I'm I'm going to have to go here, but um, okay. this is this is an interesting opportunity, and I think you know what you know, and just hang in there, and you know your the money will be coming soon, and it sounds like you're working feels like you're working with a good attorney, and you know sometimes these things are a blessing in disguise, giving you some different points of view, different ways to think about things that you wouldn't have if you hadn't got injured. And I'm not happy you got injured, but I yeah, might as well make good. the best of it. Okay, Melvin, look, okay. it's great to hear from you. Have a great weekend. Thanks, uh, thanks for the call. Okay, thank you so much. God bless. You're thank, most you. thank you so much. I do appreciate that. And if you just tuned into the show, I'm Phyllis King, the Common Sense Psychic. Um, <laughs> I look at everyone's... Hey, Weighing in now, Jules. Hey, that's a great idea. Have the insurance include retraining. Yeah, dollar settlement help college. <laughs> We're all rooting. Yeah. Well, you know, these types of scenarios don't come up very often in people's lives where you get a chance to have it be made right for you or, you know, so, and not that we want to milk a system per se, but, you know, once your body's been, you know, it's gone through something, it's, and it's not going to come back 100%. That's it, you know. That's, how do you put a value on that? Um, yes, remember to follow me here on Blog Talk, and if you do, you're going to receive a copy of my book, The Energy of Abundance, Practical Advice and Spiritual Wisdom to Achieve Anything. And then send me an email and let me know that you, you followed me because, um, I don't check that a lot, and I need your address to send you the book. And then once a week, starting next week, I'll announce the first winner of the 15-minute free reading. Okay? All right, so we're going to head down to Arizona now and hear from Allison. Okay, Allison, you're on, love. What's going on? Well, I am keeping with the theme of queer of queer today. I have a part-time job that... Is part of my career, but there's been some changes there, and I need to start thinking about letting it go. But oh, I how come? Go. Oh, there's just a lot of changes going on there, and there's some reasons. Oh. And I, it, it's a long oh. story. I'd rather it's not, oh, it's not necessary see. to tell it. Okay, okay. <laughs> and it's very personal and private anyway. So uh, I prefer. I so um, yeah, it's very sad, but um, I want to it. And it was never going to be, even at its best, it was never going to be a lifelong job. Um, but at the time, it was a, a dream job. And so I want to give it up for something better that's uh, more uh, thriving, more financially rewarding, and certainly more personally rewarding. Mm-hmm. And at this point, because I live in a small town and the market of my field is extremely limited, I'm thinking, um, you know, I'm, I'm 
looking at the realities of finding something similar to what I have here, and it's pretty slim pickings, if at all. So I am looking to the bigger city about two, three hours away. Um, mm. Not that there's a lot more there, but uh don't really want to go there. But at this point, it looks like there might be better career opportunities to go there. And I need to start making this happen before the end of winter if I'm to make that happen. No, are you in, are, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. Finish up. As I said, there's a company down there that I that I was in touch with uh, about a month ago. Uh, she did not bring me down for an interview. It was kind of a messy situation, but I kind of hope that she might uh, resurrect at some point. And um, it's a media the media related company. We'll see, but uh, I'm open to that for sure. So are you in sales or service? No, 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 not at all. In fact, sales is about the if any job you could give me is probably about the least that anyone should have me to. I'm horrible well, at it. What's the nature of your role? What's what's the nature of what you do? Is it service based? What is it? I'm in the communications media field. Oh, okay. <clears throat> all right. Okay, so that is really squeaky tight. That's tough. Um. Um. Well, because what I was looking at is like, how can you, how can you repackage yourself? How can you, how can you shape, turn things, uh, turn things around and reshape or repackage it so that you can use your skills and your wisdom and your experience to somehow do it differently or deliver yourself in some type of a consultant role or something of that sort where you have more autonomy and you're not restricted to one specific locale. Um, so are you, is your question really about should you move or, I mean, really, what's your question for me today? You know, the should I move is not really um, a question I would ask anyone because that's something very, very private and personal. And I, if I make that move, I have to come to that decision to make that move and really leave a place that I really love, a town that I really love. Okay, so what and is your question then? So... The the question is, um, I guess I would say, uh, um, is it? How am I going to articulate this? Um, uh, is might there be? Might there come? Okay, I guess it's a two part question. Number one, I feel like I'm on the right path in terms of releasing the job that I already have. I need to work toward it, but I feel like that is going to be inevitable. If that, when I come to that time, then is there a possibility, a good possibility that I will find something better than I have, but in the same field in my location, or is it looking like I really will need to make that geographical move to make that happen? Okay. Um, You know, as you said, this is a very complex situation on many levels. It's sort of like your entire life situation is up for review, reevaluation, and reassessment. Perfect for a Mercury retrograde September. Um, yes, it but is. There's, there's, there's layers to it beyond your question in terms of um, will something come up or do I have to go to the re- geographic because there's so many personal elements involved for Allison, the person that have nothing to do with your career space. And what I mean by that is sometimes, you know, bleep just happens and forces us to grow and, and look at things through a new light. And I feel like some of that is happening to you. It's being forced on you. And so for me, my answer may not please you in terms of the question you asked, but it, it really speaks to looking at things through a different lens and what's really going to work to make you happy in the next chapter of your life because you are totally capable of making money. You don't have a, a manifesting issue. Uh, your challenges are in other areas, which we won't go into. It's really about how does Allison get happy and how are you going to give that to yourself and what choices are you willing to make to, to go there? Or are we so identified with other ways of being that it just is 
you know, that we fight it. So I know that you will work your way through this because you're amazingly smart and you have enormous talent and skill, um, but it's a personal transformation, not a professional transformation. And will you have to relocate to a city, another city? Uh, you know, I don't believe so because you don't really want to do that at this point. And so I think you're going to try and figure something out where you are. And, but again, it's, it's personal. It's not professional. And as you come into balance with a different personal view about yourself, that will help you make the other decisions. So it's kind of a two-step process. Yeah. It's complex. So the momentum has to develop and resolve before the next chapter reveals itself. It's, it's challenging. So yeah. it's a pretty yeah. intense and complex, but I know at the other end, because when I look at you, it's like springtime next year. If I just look at you, you look free to me. You know, from where you are now, it's pretty burdensome. It's pretty tough. But when I look at yeah. you in the springtime, even March, it's like this smile on your face. You feel free. And it's all, it has that feeling, you know, when people say, why didn't I do this 20 years ago? It has some of that, like you've had an awareness or an awakening occur to you. So um, I wish I had more definite things. Like I could say, this is going to happen and that's going to happen. But you're creating it as you go, as you change. And that's sort of the beauty of it. It's all new. It's fresh. Yeah, it's interesting that uh, I I didn't mention this, but it's interesting that you mentioned spring because my birthday is in March, and I am turning 60. And I want my life to be good. I want to be back on path. I don't want to be washing dishes anymore. I don't want to be wasting my life, you know, scrubbing toilets anymore. I want to really be back on path and purpose, which is my profession. I want to have a good support system. I want to have money flowing. I mean, all of these things. And I feel like there's a crunch time happening because by 60, I want my life to be moving forward in a really positive way. So I just am validating what you said about spring because that's kind of the deeper psyche at work here for me is creating that so that by the time I hit that momentous birthday, I am looking at those 60 years before me and saying, saying, God, that's done. Because <laughs> now I can really get on with my life. <laughs> well, so clearly you have an innate sensing mechanism that is going to propel you forward to make the correct choices and decisions for you. And it's not clear on a conscious level, but I trust your inner navigation and, and, and the fact that you could, you know, um, what's the word that you, you could validate what I said about the yeah. early in the next year, but I just encourage you to take it bit by bit, piece by piece, and just choose and decide your next step with the best energy, the best frame of mind, the broadest perspective you can possibly garner, the most spiritual perspective you can possibly garner and let those energies be the foundations of your choices. And um, I mean, and I think, like I said, you already have an internal navigation that wants to take you where you want to be. So it's that mm-hmm. sort of, I don't know how it's going to go, but it will <laughs> materialize how you're in your mind, how you want it to be. And sometimes how we think about happiness and how we think about abundance shifts as well. And I think there's some of that in there as well. But, you know, you and yeah. I could talk for two hours on this particular topic. Um, and so maybe you'll end up getting the free reading if you follow me, because I think it's a deeper discussion. Um, but do feel free to call back and fill us in and let us know how it's going for you. And I so appreciate the call. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. You, you are most welcome. Um, yeah. You know, we go, we all have outcomes we want and we all benchmarks and goals. But we, there's more than realities of the body, you know, that we're, there's other things we're trying to accomplish spiritually. And it's always funny because, not funny, haha, but especially when people ask me to look at people who are getting ready to transition or who are on their deathbed or, you know, or have dementia or whatever. And I'll look at the energy and I can see, well, that this person doesn't, isn't even present anymore. But there's something about 
still being in the physical body that they want to experience. So it's really interesting that there's other agendas at play. And when you tend to be um, achievement-oriented or goal-oriented and you're good at getting things done, sometimes we forget the nuance of the other parts of our reality that are trying to resolve itself and trying to complete. And if you have any belief, as I do, it's not even a belief, it's a knowing, but that life continues after the physical experience. And when you think about how karma works, you know, and the way karma works is it's more than one lifetime, more than one life experience. And so where you get yourself, spiritually speaking, and your awareness at one lifetime, that's where you pick up at the next lifetime. So it is important that we get to that work. I mean, yeah, we have to live. We need shelter. And we, you know, we need all that stuff. But we have to recognize that there's more going on on that um, on that end. Okay, so let's talk to someone who's going to have a birthday tomorrow. We all to be saying a collective happy birthday to you, Tamika. Hi, thank you. Going to be, we don't even want, need to say a number. We just know it's her day tomorrow. <laughs> thank you. Welcome. Okay. So you're going to change direction for us and talk about love. Yeah. Or romance, you said. Yeah. Tell us what's happening or not happening. Not happening is no, nothing serious. Um, just here and there, people who act like they're interested, but they don't want anything long-term. I've just been reserved, taking myself away from them. I don't really date or go to see anyone or hang out very much so. And I'm just hoping that love will happen this year. There's one person that I have still in my heart, um, one person from my past that I still feel like it's not over with for some reason. So I feel like we're meant to be for some reason. So I'm just wondering oh. if this yeah, I'm wondering if this year something will finally happen. Because all I really want in my heart of hearts is children and marriage. I mean, I'm developing oh, bless myself. Your heart. Such yeah. A, yeah, such a woman of the earth. Okay, so and in terms of your career, I mean, you want to be a mom and married, and you want family life. Um, in terms of your professional life, how do you feel about your professional life? And I'm asking it's, this for a reason. No, it's okay. It's not where I want it to be. But I finally am starting to zone in on a path that I think might be satisfying for me to make me feel more whole. Like I just signed up for a school that starts next week in a curriculum that I think will, I will find very interesting. And it made me mm-hmm. feel really good. It really did. It made me feel good. And last year awesome. I developed my skills so that I could get into this and I got in. So I'm just hope. you know, it just feels good to my self-esteem. So, I mean, I'm not working good right now. I need, to, I need to find okay. work right now at the moment, actually. So if you mm-hmm. say anything about that, that would be good. <laughs> well, the reason I bring that up is because I've been teaching a love class for <clears throat> many years at this point. Um, by the way, I didn't mention it, but I have one. I have a love class coming up September 17th. I have one spot left in that class. So if you're, it's an online class. It's eight weeks or seven weeks, but it's a, it's a break in between. So it's eight weeks to finish. If you guys, someone out there wants to get in on that class, I have one space left, and just visit my website or email me. I ask about your professional space because one of the most important parts about attracting a soul partner, someone who's really gets you where you live, is that you have to have activated in your own space um, that passion part of you, what makes you feel like Tamika, what makes me feel like Phyllis, that thing that just gives you joy. Have to be your job, but it has to be part of your life. You have to be connected to it because energetically, if we're not, you know, you're like a beacon, and if we're not putting out, I'm in love with my life. I am thrilled with my life when I'm doing this or this makes when I'm when I'm me. You're radiating. You're putting out there, and your soul partners. It's a magnetizing game. You know the magnets, and it comes to the beacon. And if the beacon isn't flashing, it's so much harder to find a partner. So um, I would just encourage you to make sure you're doing things that, like you just described, it just gave you joy to do that. But even drill down on it even more. And that's one of the best traits to help pull in a partner. But let me look at the guy from the past. Um, it's, this person could potentially be a friend, one of these people that shows up on Facebook in five years. Oh, I mean, but I think you'd lament for him because there wasn't enough completion in that breakup. 
but also it's until we have someone new to take that space in our heart, we can't imagine that anybody else, no one else got it done for us like that person. And so it's just really human to go back that. But, you know, he feels otherwise involved and like he hasn't really made that much progress. And even if he were to come back into your experience, and I'm not predicting that, it would end in the same result. He'd get really frustrated with how he is. So, uh, but let me watch your pattern and where you are now. Um, yeah, you look like you could actually connect to someone. You're moving into a relationship pattern in the early part of November, and it's going to last all the way through August of 2017. So um, you could have multiple opportunities to partner, and you will find all better choices than what you had. And one of the people along, I don't mean to sound like a string, like you have a a revolving door of people coming in and out of your life, but it looks like partner number two or three, um, it looks like they are, one of those two could be the ones that you could consider partnering with for the lifetime. So what that says to me is you're not too far off from your goal. And if you just play with the energy a bit and keep working on yourself, um, you just get there more quickly. And you have um, two kids promise, by the way. So, you know, you're going to get there. And, I, you know, I had this, Kimika, I had this placard on Facebook. It was something about, you know, nature never hurries, but it always gets it done. And it just showed all these wonderful pictures of, you know, flowers reemerging from concrete, you know, sidewalks and things. So you, the timing is always perfect, essentially. I don't, don't want you to worry you're going to miss it's not going to happen for you. Okay. That sounds good. All right. Well, you have a great birthday and a great weekend, and I do appreciate the call. Thank you so much. I'll go back and listen. It was like breaking up, but I'm going to go back and listen to it over. Oh, okay, good. Sorry to hear it was breaking up. All right. Take care. All right. Well, let's see if I have time for um, Brittany. Um, So, Brittany, let's uh, have to, I have to make you talk fast, but welcome. Oh, thank you. That's fine. Um, I just, I met someone and it seems very kindred and very soulmate-esque. And I want cool. to see what spirit has to say about it. Yeah, everything you just said about manifesting, um, I believe that's, that's exactly what I did. Cool. Good for you. Uh, what's Mr. Wonderful's first name? Uh, it starts with a D. Oh, boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> He's wild about you. This is great. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. Is this a long-term keeper? Um, I'm, just, I'm just watching the pattern develop and see where it goes. Well, there's certainly some fireworks. This is uh, chemistry galore and feels really great on a lot of levels. And I think you're right. This is a kindred spirit. This is certainly someone you've known before. And I think you're coming back at it. I think you've had some explosive lifetimes with this person and you guys are trying to tame it down. So how it goes, typically mad, crazy, wonderful connection at the beginning. And then things get intense. You're both super sensitive. And then it gets a little out of control and neither of you can quite manage it. And you end up spontaneously combusting, uh, but you're trying to not do that this lifetime. This does have the potential to be a long-term mate agreement. We'll just see if both of you have evolved enough and can keep it from exploding. And that exploding energy, though, is the very thing that makes it delicious um, right now. So all I would encourage you to do is deal with things as they come up. Um, don't overlook things just because you're so head over heels and he is too. So what should I do to keep it from to keep it going on a long term? Well, just deal with things as they come up. You don't want anything getting traction. You don't want any pattern to get out of control. You, you just want to deal with it, even if it seems little. Um, and yeah, and you know, gosh, I'm gonna run out of time. This is why I hesitate to take a call at the last minute. But um, I like it for you. You can call back again. You're right. It's a long-term potential. And just do your best to manage yourself. Good communication. Stay open. Be kind. 
create a space of trust between you, and that's the best advice I can give you in five seconds, and I'm sorry about that, Thank Brittany. you so much. Uh, but okay. I, you're welcome, and I do appreciate the call. Okay, folks, thanks for being here, whether it's live or to the download. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Phyllis King, and I am your common sense psychic. Have a great day and a great weekend.